Welcome back, Dodecadorks. We're the 12-sided guys. We have Matt playing Pine. Hi. Scott playing Roos. That's me. Sabrina playing Nari. Hey there. Jordan playing Richter. Good evening. And me, Paul, playing the calming acapella tunes of Smooth McGroove on YouTube in the background. You know, for the nostalgias. Thanks for hanging out with us again as our heroes continue to kick against the inevitable. Just like my 11-year-old when I tell him it's time for bed. If you want more 12-sided guys, then don't forget to check out our Patreon for bonus content, our shop for Dodecadrip, and our occasional Twitch streams for the ramblings of a middle-aged man. But of course, rating and reviewing us is more than enough to show us your appreciation. Anyway, if a song you once heard on the moon brought tears to your eyes when you heard it years later sung to an alien by a bionic duck, then this podcast is for you. It's the Crystal Codex episode 104. It did. I was crying. Wait, what is this? I started too high. I still don't know what this is. Okay. It's the moon theme from DuckTales, the video game. And in the new DuckTales... She sings it when she's on the moon. Della does. Oh yeah. It was it was a lullaby that she sang to her to her kids. And also they have the other so like that's one part of the theme, but the other part of the theme is like the actual like moon music, like when they're when she's on the moon. It's so good. It's so good. This new show has been really good. I've loved watching it with my kids. Yeah, but they canceled it. It got the cancels. Oh, did it? I thought it was still going. They canceled during the pandemic. I think they canceled it. Uh, According to uh, Ben Schwartz, they canceled it. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. Well, very good. Hey, welcome back to the Crystal Codex. We are at episode 104. Wait, should we explain who Smooth McGroove is? He does acapella versions of video game themes. Yes. Occasionally now. (laughs) His moon theme from the DuckTales video game for the NES was spot on. So good. It it was great. People. What's What's a woman who does that? Like she plays violin? I don't know. There's a couple of people on TikTok that I follow. Lindsay Sterling. Lindsay Sterling. Thank you. I knew some. Thank you, Scott. <laughs> That's who I was thinking of. Yeah, but she doesn't just play video game themes. She skips around the stage at the same time. Yeah, she's pretty cool. I'd hang out with her. Smooth. <laughs> so if you're listening, Lindsay, Nari wants to hang. Sabrina. Real life Sabrina. Not just Real the life Sabrina. Not her character. Sorry. Um, maybe your character does. You don't know that. You can't see me right now, but I'm doing that classic, uh, like, double fingers over my chin, biting my lip. Like, hell yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay. (laughs) I don't know what's going on right now, but, well, welcome back um, to the podcast. Last time we were together, Nari and the boys 2.0 were traveling towards this farm, the Millet Farm, uh, in in an attempt to discover the space between where they believed the body of Pavantis, potentially this this herald that represents the earth where it might be residing. And after following some clues, they managed to approach the Blanchard farm, which is close to the Millet farm. But um, 
where the shaking and the earthquakes got to the point where they were so violent that the family had to actually leave their farm. Upon arriving at this farm, they discovered a couple of, of uh, van, not vandals, uh, but burglars, I guess. Um, some ne'er-do-wells who were vagabonds. Sure. They were in the process of um, actually trying to get away. They were trying to get away from this farm, all the shaking and apparently the danger. After knocking one of them out, the one who did not get knocked out told the story of uh, going towards the millet farm and some of their group went in and then they did not come back out. So after gathering that information, Nari and the boys 2.0 went up over the rise and as dusk approached, they could see the millet farm. Uh, Roos made a very great perception check and noticed that in the freshly plowed field, there was a bit of a hill, a little rise. But nobody else noticed anything else except for the fact there were no animals around. Uh, the millets appeared to be wealthier farmers than the Blanchards. But as Roos and Nari and Richter approached the, uh, the farmhouse and Pine cast a spell upon Crumble's back, suddenly when Roos opened the door, out of the ground, three huge, um, well, large beings made out of gravel and dirt <laughs> appeared out of one out of the fields and out of the uh, the pig pen. I thought it was gravel or dirt. <laughs> yeah, gravel or dirt. Yeah, and then one slightly smaller figure made out of rock appeared as well on the east side of the farm. And we are going to start today by rolling initiative. Yeah, Pine rolled a 23. Roos got an eight. Oh my god, Nari <laughs> rolled a one for a two. Oh, nice, Richter. You and I. I see you. Richter also rolled a one for a three. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Wow, guys, we're just on a roll tonight already. It's up to you, Pine. It's up to you. It's either 20s or 1s. That's like kind of all we're given. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Oh jeez. Wow. All right guys, it's been good knowing you. Yep, we're boned. Does anybody have a squirt gun? <laughs> B team, we're passing the baton. <laughs> um what I will say is that none of these are as big as the heralds. So, there's that. You mean none of them on their own are quite as big as a single herald? Correct. <laughs> So at the top of the round, here's what we have. We have uh, Roos and Richter and Nari are right by the farmhouse. And there are, is a field to the left, a field to the right, a field kind of up like a little bit um, uh, north of them and to the right. And each of those fields has one of these large gravelly um, elementals that has popped up out of the earth. Actually, not really popped up out of the earth. More like they are just made of the earth. As they stood up, it was more like the earth formed into their into their form. And then a little bit off, kind of straight to the east of where Roos and Nari and Richter are standing is this shorter, but um, looks like completely made out of stone uh, figure. It uh, looks like probably about six feet tall. The other ones are easily 10 to 12 feet tall. And we are gonna start with Pine. All right, so in the pig pen, there is a uh, elemental that rose up. He is uncomfortably close to our mounts, so that's the one that I'm going to go for. I think I could probably reach him. Let's see, oh yeah. So I'm going to run up toward the pig pen. I'm gonna vault, I'm, I'm tr pretty sure it's a short fence because pigs don't really jump that high. So um, I'll vault the fence and I'll get up next to it. It looks like I'm, I'm able to avoid getting into the mud. 
and still be able to hit this guy. It's it's all mud. It's just mud. It's just, just mud. Mud. Yes. Anyone who's raised livestock of any kind knows that it's it's just mud. It's all mud. <laughs> okay. All right. So this is basically what you're saying. This is a poo golem. It's a pig poo golem. <laughs> yes. Okay. So my first uh, swing was uh, only a 10 uh, to hit. I'm going to go ahead and uh, add 10 to that with my disciplined focus. That will hit. For my first attack, it is nine piercing, four cold, eight radiant, unleash with precision, Swordmaster's Fury. Uh, level two, Swordmaster's Fury for an additional only 11 radiant damage. Awesome. So a total of 32 damage, I do believe. And then I will take my... <laughs> what just happened to my voice? <laughs> I will take my second attack. That's a 22 to hit. That will hit, yeah. Uh, so that's 14 piercing, 2 cold, 6 radiant, unleash with sword, unleash with Swordmaster's <laughs> Fury, and unleash with precision Swordmaster's Fury, just as a level 1 this time, uh, and that's an additional 12 damage. I rolled more with a level 1 than I did with a level 2, so 12 additional uh, radiant damage. If my math is correct, you just dealt 66 damage to this, uh, this uh, pig poo golem. Sounds about right for a paladin of my level. That's right. That's awesome. Oh, very good. Anything else you want to do, Pine? Have you guys ever seen Dogma? Yes. Is that the uh, Silent J and... J and Silent Bob with Matt Damon and Ben Affleck and... With Alanis Morissette. Chris Rock. Yeah. Ah, no, I never actually watched that. Alan Rickman. It is one of the greatest movies ever. Uh, The reason I bring it up is they fight a shit demon at one point called the Golgothan. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. So, but it has Alanis Morissette plays God, right? Yes. Alan Rickman is like the voice of God, like the archangel. No, I did watch that once really high in college. Yeah, yeah, that was that was good. It's such a good movie. But I was going to say, the thinking of, of oh, what's her name? I just said her name. Alanis Morissette. I love I love Alanis Morissette in the Great North in that first episode oh where um, yes. where the, the girl's talking about how she got a new job and Alanis Morissette says, "Well, I got one hand in my pocket and the other one is very proud of you." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> that is so terrible. I love that show; it's so good. Okay, sorry. So that so that's the end of my turn. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Okay. Um, that brings us to uh, these Earth creatures. The pig poo golem takes two swipes at Pine as the one from the fields off to the west comes rushing at Richter. The one from the fields kind of up to the northeast comes rushing down and is going to take a swipe at either uh, Roos or Nari. It's actually going to take a swipe at Nari. And then the shorter figure comes um, moving. As they move, it's like they're not even walking. It's like the earth just kind of forms up under them and then recedes as they move past, leaving it completely undisturbed. But these this shorter figure comes up to swipe at Nari as well. So we'll start uh, with Pine. Pine, two attacks are coming your way. Does a 9 or a 23 hit you? No, sorry, a 24 hit you. The 24 will hit, yeah. Okay, that is going to be 2d8 plus 5 damage. That is 20 bludgeoning damage kabam oh geez that's almost max okay that is almost that is one away from max yes all right now it is we're going to run over to um hey paul yeah because i because at the end of the last episode i went into my uh 
uh, frigid retribution stance. I as soon as it hits me, I strike back at it for ten cold damage. Nice. Okay. All right. The uh, the one that's attacking Richter is gonna make two attacks at you, Richter. That is gonna be. Uh, Remember, your AC is up one from right. um, the spell I cast on you. Okay, so that would be either a, a fourteen or a twenty-five. The twenty-five will hit. Okay, that will be, then, uh, we're talking 2d8 plus 5 damage to you as well. That is going to be 18 damage to you, Richter. I'll take half of that. Oh, that's right. You squishy folks got to stick together. That's right. (laughs) Nari, this large, um, this large uh, gravelly construct uh, elemental is going to come swiping at you twice. Um, (laughs) that's That's a 15 or a natural one. I believe those both miss. I'm feeling fine. Okay. And the last creature, the one who is roughly uh, human-sized and made out of, like, boulders, rocks, is going to take a swipe at you, Nari. Actually, I'm going to take two swipes at you. The first swipe is a 22. Does that hit you? Yeah, yeah, that'll do it. Okay. And that is going to be... 2d6 plus 4 which is only going to be 7 damage plus as this strikes you Nari it hits you with such concussive force there's actually almost a thunderclap and it's going to deal an additional 4d10 damage kaboom an extra 17 damage 4d10 isn't even a number (laughs) (laughs) That's, that's 50 (laughs) <laughs> I'm going to use my stone's endurance and I am going to uh, take that down by four. So not great, but you know, we're doing our best. All right. Uh, hits you pretty hard. And um, I want Roos and Richter and Nari to make perception checks. Uh, Pine, you can make one with disadvantage. Honestly, Richter and I already have disadvantage because we have one level of exhaustion. Oh, That's yeah. right. I, I got to roll that a that. second time then. Roos got a 20 on the perception. Pine got a nat 1 for a 5. Nari got an 18. And Richter got a 14. Roos, you are standing there. You hear this thunderclap go off as uh, Nari is uh, struck. I think everybody else is kind of trying to fend off these blows from these big forearmed um, gravelly uh, uh, creatures and Roos you since you are kind of you have a little bit of respite as they're not attacking you you see when that thunderclap uh, hits you see the one that's been attacking Nari you see it kind of uh, jerk back just the slightest bit and you see some like pebbles and things fall out of its form um, and land on the ground and that will now bring us to Roos it is your turn Roos is going to attack the graveler dirt guy next to him with his with his dagger. So let's see what happens. That is a 16 to hit. That will miss. Ah, okay. I am going to I'm going to come at him with my offhand with my my chakram. Oh my goodness. For a 14, does does a 14 hit? <laughs> a 14 will miss as well. Oh. You're literally trying to hit a boulder and, and try to like, well, I mean, a bunch of gravel uh, and try to uh, to break through. Okay. Well, that will be my turn. 
And in case anyone couldn't guess, the, the tokens that I'm using for these Earth Elementals is a very lifelike looking Graveler. From Pokemon. <laughs> from, yeah, Graveler from Pokemon. It does look actually really cool. Like, it looks like what Graveler would look like if it existed in our world. It's a little freaky, honestly. Yes, I love the little arms and then the big old beefy arms on the on either side. All right, um, Richter, it is your turn. You have this one Graveler that attacked at you um, and, and dealt some pretty good damage. Yeah, so... Um... Richter is going to sling the animated shield off of his back and yell out its its command word, um, which he has as Cosantor. And it kind of alights and starts. Well, it doesn't alight. It's not flaming, but uh, it lifts off and starts hovering around him. So he'll do that as his bonus action. And then for his action, he uh kind of thrusts his sword into the air and then yells out, Lord Astroman's flaming wrath, herald of the blazing judgment. And he is going to summon uh, the herald of Lord Astroman to fight for him. Oh my. (laughs) And what does that look like? Uh, This is the summon fiend spell that I've reflavored. It's a sixth level spell. (laughs) So... This will be a we're going to summon it as a devil, essentially, but it's not going to be a devil. It's going to show up as kind of this flaming angelic figure, like an archangel completely composed of fire or comprised of fire. Okay. And how big is it? It is human sized. Okay. But it is entirely flamed. Okay, as you guys are watching, suddenly Saros, the angel of uh, of fire, uh, reappears and gives <laughs> scares you guys to death. Okay, uh, where is he going to pop down? Uh, we're going to have him materialize right here, kind of in near the middle of combat. Okay. Perfect. And awesome. let's see here. I think I have to roll. Okay, why don't you go and roll that initiative? Oh, wait, it says in combat, the creature shares your initiative count, but it takes its turn immediately after yours. It obeys your verbal commands. No action required. Um, Okay, perfect. Awesome. Sounds like a Pokemon battle right now. (laughs) That is correct. (laughs) Charmander, Charmander, Char. Lord Astroman, I choose you. (laughs) Fire against rock. Come on, guys. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So then, what is this? Uh, what is this uh, um, uh, uh, being? What, what would you call it? The uh... Herald of Lord Astroman. Okay. What, yeah. What's the Herald of Lord Astroman going to do? So uh, he flies up. Let's have him hover like some twenty feet off the ground. Okay. Um, and he is going to make some attacks. He gets three attacks. Okay. Um, half the spell level and I need to use your spell attack modifier to hit. Okay, cool. So he's going to go ahead and take a shot at the uh, golem that's attacking Richter. Okay. Uh, This is a 23 to hit. That will definitely hit. Yeah. For this is 2d6 
plus three plus the spell's level in fire damage. So another plus six on top of that for 14 damage. 14. And then let's go ahead and have him do another attack on that guy. Okay. A 20 to hit. That will hit, yeah. For another, let's see, 11 plus another six, 17. Nice. Yep. And we might as well just do the third one as well. Okay. Only 11 to hit. That will miss. Okay. And that is it. All right. Nari, it is your turn. But hey, Paul, um, I rolled for Crumbles as well. Crumbles initiative was three as well. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, let me add a turn then for Crumbles. Oh, wait. Crumbles goes before me, huh? Yeah, Crumbles does. Okay. Crumbles turn. Crumbles, what are you going to do? As you bugle your beautiful bugle. It's a beautiful bugle. Crumbles is going to charge this earth elemental that uh, Pine is fighting. Okay. And take an attack. Okay, it's a 14 to hit. That will miss. The end. (laughs) (laughs) We are down now to Nari at initiative two. Nari, you've got an earth elemental that was attacking you. You've also got this shorter one, this this one that had the thunderclap attack as well. What are you going to do, Nari? I'm going to thunderclap them cheeks and go for uh, the shorter guy. Okay. And that is a 16 to hit. That will miss. But I am going to use my precision attack to uh, use a su- superiority die on that, so that way it'll hit, hopefully. Roll your die. Oh my god, it was a plus two, so 18? It barely hits. Okay, this guy actually seems harder to hit than the big guys. I I had a feeling that was the case. Uh, So that is a total of 16 damage. Okay. And then we're swinging in again. uh, For a 23 to hit. Yeah. And that is for an 11 damage. And then we're coming in a third time. Well, it's 11 plus 5 4, so it was actually 16. Again. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, and then a 15 to hit that I'm assuming doesn't hit. But honestly, at this point, I'm actually just going to use another uh, precision attack. Perfect. Roll that. You do. Heck, uh, 19. Oh, but that, that will hit. hit. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. And that does 18 damage. Nice. Three hits, 50 damage da- done to this guy. Nice. All right. Anything else that you're going to do, Nari? No, I think I'm good. Okay, Pine, it is your turn. You are standing here in this pig pen um, next to all this not pig poop. Um, no, with it's this... mud. <laughs> uh, it's your turn. What are you going to do? Okay, did uh, did Roos say anything about his observation? No. Uh, okay, all right. Then I would. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> it's fine. Um, I'll go ahead and take a couple attacks on this same guy. Um, so it's a 10 to hit. That'll miss. It's a 13 to hit. That'll miss. That's, That's my turn. Correct. Okay. All right. It is now the Earth Elemental's turn again. We are going to get two attacks on Richter, and that is going to be um, a 26 or a 21. Yeah, both of those will hit. Okay. That is going to be... We'll just roll them together. Uh, that's going to be 31 damage between the two hits. Bam, bam. Divided by two, because I'm taking half of that. Okay. Wow. Is it is your herald a concentration spell? It is a concentration spell. Oh, dang it. 
So roll concentration. Difficulty 10. Dang it. Come on, please. No. I got a six. Oh, man. Oh, man. As your herald just kind of like, it just kind of like, like flash paper goes up in, in smoke real, real fast. Can we, can we rewind and not have me ask that stupid question? <laughs> <laughs> teacher, teacher, you forgot to give us our homework that you told us you were going to give us. <laughs> oh, gee. All right. We've got one that's going after Pine. Uh, I know Crumbles is right there, but it Crumbles has not made an effect yet. So Pine, you got two attacks coming at you. We have got, oh, a 27 or a an 11. Or, yeah, so the 27, yeah, 27 will definitely hit. Okay, that's going to be 2d8 plus 5. It's going to be 15 bludgeoning damage to you, Pine. And we've got okay. one that's going to pick between Roos or Nari. Uh, we've got Nari again. Nari, two attacks coming your way. We have got, wow, these can't hit you, uh, 15 or uh, a 13. So neither one of those hit you. Haha. All right, and now it is Stony Boy. He is going to roll a d6 and see if he gets his thunderous attack back. Mmm, so close. We should call him the stoner. Um, but Nari, you've got two more attacks coming your way. These are plus seven to each of these attacks, so that's a 26 or a uh, or a 12. So the 26 will hit. It will. Okay, and that is going to be... can't believe a fellow Stony Boy would do that to me, but, you know... <laughs> <laughs> That's only going to be nine damage to you. He can't roll very well for his damage. All right. That is going to do it for their turns. And we are back now to Roos. Roos, what are you going to do? I'm going to try again and hopefully be more successful than last time. Does a 19 hit? That will definitely hit, yeah. Okay. So then uh, eight radiant, 11 precision for uh, 19 damage. Okay. I'm going to bonus action disengage and come and stand next to Richter to try and make it so that he's not um, targeted quite so often. Oh, I'll holler out and say, I, I think I noticed something about that uh, Stony Boy's attack when he clapped his cheeks so hard. Um, it seemed to affect the other ones somehow. <laughs> I bet he could crush an empty soda can with them cheeks. I'm sure he could. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't mind seeing that. <laughs> Well, very good. Okay, um, that's going to bring us now to Richter. I just so you know, I was checking your spell to see if your spell, if you lost concentration, if the fiend went crazy, um, as some spells do. But no, your spell, if you lose concentration, it just disappears. Yeah, but that could have been a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, that would have been that would have been pretty intense. <laughs> cool. So Richter will, um, he'll he'll kind of take up the the S stock and we'll say field marshal sir lend me your blade and have it kind of alight with flame and he'll go ahead and have go ahead and make two attacks against this earth golem thing so first attacks the 24 to hit that will hit for 10 piercing and 9 fire damage very good next attack is a ooh critical Nat 20. Oh, nice. Okay. Four, six, double that for 12 is 17, plus double the fire damage. So 23 damage. I think that's correct. Yes. Nice. That's awesome. Cool. And that's it for my turn. Okay. And um, Crumble's turn. 
So what I was going to say real quick is that with that crit, you could have... Um, but it's already Crumble's turn, so you missed. But you could have done a smite and doubled that, too. It's all, anyway, it's all good. Yes, I could have. Yes. All right, Crumbles, it's your turn. Crumbles is going to be a good boy and strike with his horn for an eight to hit, which will miss, and that's the end of his turn. Man, this has been a really productive uh, round for, for Matt. Crumbles is taking a majestic horse bath in this uh, poo water. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Nari, it's your turn here at the bottom of the round. All right, Nari is just going to come in swinging, and that is a 17 to hit. Who are you attacking? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm going to keep attacking the same guy. The okay, little that's guy. That's a miss. Okay. Coming in again. Oh, my God. That was another 17. That is a miss. <laughs> I am going to, again, use my superiority die to get a precision attack on this one, because that's kind of embarrassing, honestly. And that was a one. So that ends up being 18. That will hit, yes. <laughs> nice. Congratulations. Pat, pat myself on the back for that. So that's 23 damage. Oh my gosh. I imagine Nari's getting a little bit ticked off at this point. Okay, I swear to God, if this does not... If this doesn't work. Okay, nice, cool. Okay, so that was 26. Yes. And we're gonna do another 16 damage. So, wow. not too bad. No, not too bad at all. Alright, very good. Okay. Anything else Nari's going to do, or are we going back up to the top of the round with Pine? That's it for me. All right, Mr. Pine. Okay, well, with that new information that Roos shouted out, Pine, first thing he's going to do is use his bonus action to say, The storm blossoms and is restless. Rending sky. And he'll do the rending sky technique. And then I will go ahead and take a couple attacks. Cool. So, first attack is a 25 to hit. That will hit, yes. Okay, so that does um, 11 piercing, 1 cold, 2 radiant, and then for the thunder damage... Oh, I already rolled it. That's 5 thunder damage. Okay, um, as you strike out and you hear that crack of thunder, you see pebbles and rocks fall off of this guy, and you think that thunder is uh, very effective against this guy. Pine, you got one more attack. I do, and I'm running out of spell slots way too fast. So I'm going to do just another normal attack for 18 to hit. That'll hit, yeah. Uh, 13 piercing, 2 cold, 7 radiant on this guy. How's he looking? Uh, very, very rough. Okay, good. <laughs> I was going to say, I've dumped a lot of spells into this guy. I'm hoping he's not looking great. Yeah, he is not looking great, but it is his turn. Mr. Pine, two attacks coming your way again. That is going to be, does a does a uh, 24 hit you? Yes, does. The 10 will miss, but the 24 will not. That's going to be 18 damage, bludgeoning. Oh Bam. my goodness. Jeez. Now, between Roos and Richter, it doesn't matter, but he's going to make a choice, and he's going to go after Richter. Richter, an attack is coming at you, two of them. We have got, oh my gosh, a 22 <laughs> or a 23. <laughs> they both hit you. Yeah, they do. All right, here we go. Here they come. Oh, man. How are you doing over there, bud? I'm okay. I'm, I'm alive still. <laughs> how, are, how are you holding up? W with your help, doing okay. 
A total of 28 damage, which means 14 to each of you. Good golly, Miss Molly. Okay. Nara, you are now left alone against one Earth Elemental as well as this shorter guy. So the Earth Elemental is going to attack at you twice. And uh, does a 19 hit you? Yeah, that'll hit. The 10 missed, but the 19 did not. And that is going to be only 11 damage. And now that brings us to the shorter one. We'll see if they get their thunderous attack back. No, with a natural one, it will not get it back, but it is still going to swing at you two times, and it is going to be either a 25 or a 9. I'm guessing the 25 will hit you. Yeah, that'll do it. That'll be 10 bludgeoning damage. Bam! All right. And, Roos, it is your turn. Roos is not feeling great. I am going to... I'm going to keep attacking, so... My dagger, I rolled a... Oh, that'll hit. A 25 to hit. Yeah, that'll hit. And this time I'm attacking the the large creature that uh, Richter was fighting. Yeah, yeah. You're tag-teaming it, yeah. It'll be 14 radiant, 9 precision for 23 damage. Okay. I'm going to have GG heal Richter. I know this is going to be a ton, but it'll maybe help out in the long run. GG will go and heal Richter for five points of uh, health. <laughs> Do we share that health too? <laughs> <laughs> you can have it all. I'll, I'll give it all to you. Oh. And that will be my turn. What are you going to do, Richter? Is this the third round? Or is this the fourth round? This is the fourth round. Your shield will return to your hand or fall on the ground at the end of your turn right now. I think actually it's supposed to stay up for one minute. I'm sorry. That's right. Wrong wrong weapon. I'm thinking the the uh, animated sword. sword or a dancing sword. Yeah. Sorry. Yes. Okay. Um, okay. So they're weak to thunder. Clap them cheeks. Clap them cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Here's, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to turn to Roos and say, stand fast. The light preserve us. And I'm going to use my superiority die bonus action to give Roos 10 temp HP. Wait, it shouldn't be a D20. It should only be a D6. That's weird. Here, let me let me re-roll that. It's only a D6 plus four. So you get five <laughs> temp HP. Much appreciated. <laughs> and I'm hoping that right now, what I'm about to do does not hurt you too bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I do have evasion, so yeah. We'll, we'll I mean, see. you can also move around the creature to like try to not be so close to Roos. That's as long as you don't leave its threat range, it won't get an attack of opportunity against you. Well, I actually, actually, yeah. You know, I am gonna do. Uh, I don't know. That's not gonna. I can't go far enough away that it will save Roos. Okay. But what I can do is right here. I know that's going to draw an opportunity attack. He'll make it real quick. And natural one. Cool. And then I'm going to use Thunderstep. Yeah. And teleport over to kind of the northeast side over here. Okay. And all creatures within a 10 foot radius have to make a DC 16 constitution save. Okay. Or take 5d10 thunder damage. Oh, what wow. happens if they do they take half if they if they make it? 
Yes. Okay, let's see here. How, how, how big, it, what's, the, what's the difficulty? DC 16. 16. Okay. Um, the earth elemental that you are fighting makes it. The earth elemental that, that Nari is fighting does not make it, and the shorter one that Nari is fighting does not make it. Okay, so roll your damage and we'll figure this out. Oh, and Nari as well. So it was a 33. Ouch. Was I out of the range or was I still in the range? You were still in the range. Okay. Roos also failed. I got a 14. Oh, Oh, jeez. And it's constitution. It's not dex, so. Yep. What's the damage? (laughs) It was 33 damage. Oh, man. Ouch. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. That does not feel great. That hurts. Did it kill them, though? (laughs) You guys are you guys are all totally like uh, totally questioning bringing uh, this bringing this guy along. Um, let's see here, uh, Sabrina. Did you roll your con save? Uh, no, no, sorry, I didn't. Let me hold on. It was twenty-one. Hey, you saved. Oh, okay. Well, does that half the damage? Yes. Okay. Nice. Well, that's something, I guess. Kinda. Okay. All right. Um, so, uh, Nari, you see that this shorter um, elemental uh, standing in front of you is um, like barely holding together. You can see like as it moves, like rocks are tumbling down out of its form um, and it looks like it's in very rough shape. Um, yeah. All right. Um, and Roos, the elemental near you, the one that was attacking Richter, um, it is also in rough shape. Not quite as bad, but still in rough shape. OK, very good. Crumbles, you are up. I'm in rough shape. FYI. (laughs) (sighs) Okay. Um, Crumbles is going to go ahead and make a horn attack. Oh, good. That's a 25 to hit. That will hit. For 11 piercing damage. Um, What happens as Crumbles attacks this elemental as it turns to gravel and falls to the ground? So Crumbles does that thing. You know how like bighorn sheep, they'll like get up on their hind legs and kind of turn like twist and then go right down with their heads and butt and butt heads into each other. Yeah, butt heads. <laughs> yeah, butt head. Um, Crumbles does that with his horn and uh, kind of just goes right into the the form of this creature. And I and I'm hoping it just kind of like, just spills out into like this pile of gravel. It does, yes. And suddenly Crumbles is standing over this pile of gravel. Crumbles has a whole move now. Quick question. Uh, so are they, were they resist or like weak to thunder? Oh, 100%. Oh, shoot. <gasps> that's right. That's why you did that. Okay. That tells, that's a different story. That is 100% a different story. So let's say Crumbles smashes through that elemental that was not affected by the thunder step as the the two the the one that Richter and and Roos were attacking um the one that's still standing by uh Roos it rears up after the thunderstep to try to try to clobber Roos as it then falls apart into a pile of gravel and Nari this uh the shorter one the one that was trying to like hit you with a thunderclap of its own as it swings back, ready to clobber you with its big, like, meaty, fisty... Uh, Maybe pick some different words. <laughs> meaty, fisty. I mean, you don't have to. Not on Nari's behalf. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
as the as this shorter earth elemental uh, rears back to clobber you with its fist, it also falls apart into these large stones and just cl- uh, falls apart on the ground. And the only elemental still standing is the one that is standing by Nari, but it as well is in rough shape. Okay, I feel much better about that then. Yes, yes, yes. Very good move. Yes. Uh, so Crumbles will. Uh, uh, this is still Crumbles. Crumbles still has the moves, like you said. So Crumbles will, at this point, um, move out of the pig pen and into the middle of this like opening between the field and the pig pen, getting ready to charge on his next turn. The the remaining elemental. Nari, it is your turn. You have this large, like 10 foot tall elemental. It looks like it's kind of reeling back from the shock, from the blast of that um, of that uh, thunder uh, clap, um, but is still standing. All right. Uh, Nari is going to swing for a 23 to hit. That will hit. For 21 damage. And then coming in again for... 19 to hit for 17 damage and then the last time oh my god 11 to hit but i'm just gonna use my superiority dice again roll yeah go ahead and roll that uh that precision that was a nine so that makes that a 20 and that is 17 damage more than enough with that last blow as you clobber this elemental three times that third blow what happens as your new axe strikes the face of this elemental i kind of imagine like it sort of turns back to like dust and earth like kind of almost like melting away but just disintegrated into this little pile of very like fertile soil very cool. And with that, we are going to cue victory music. I'm not going to lie, guys. I am not feeling great. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Richter immediately <laughs> rushes back over and wants to like give a potion to Roos. Roos is sitting on the ground, catching his breath. Dirt and muck all okay. over him. Ugh. Uh, Pine is going to go ahead and give, uh, come around with this commander's morale. He's going to, going to touch um, everybody and give everybody, shoot, ten hit points, including himself. Ten hit points each. I'm back to double digits, baby. <laughs> oh my gosh! And uh, Richter just used a potion of greater healing on you, Roos, and healed you for twelve. Cool. I appreciate it. So how low did everybody get on that fight? <laughs> 41. Oh, wow. Three. Oh, my Ooh. gosh. <laughs> I was down to I was down about about half of my total hit points. Yeah, I got down to about half, a little over half. OK, I'm right, sorry well, for for the drastic. Uh, <laughs> no, it's it turned the tide like real well. It was super metal. It was super effective, too. Honestly, worth. I suppose so. I mean, it kind of, it it fits a little bit to Richter. Ebby would never have done something like that. But uh, Richter is a little bit more, I don't know, ballsy at stuff like that, I guess. It's fast and loose. Ebby would have just lit the house on fire. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) yeah. Richter does calculated risks. Ebby was a pyromaniac. (laughs) (laughs) 
Awesome. Well, here you guys are at the Millet Farm. You've got these little piles of gravel and rock and uh, fertile soil um, that are just kind of lying around now. And uh, what are you guys going to do? There's a house here. There's a couple of fields. There's a place to kind of explore. You guys had opened the, the, the front door of this house earlier into like a 15 foot wide by like 25 foot long kind of living and kitchen area uh, with a table and chairs, a, a stove where they got food and shelving. Um, and then there's a door leading to the rest of the house on the western wall of this room. Uh, but that is kind of where we are at. Pine is going to actually untie the horses and uh, feathers. And he's going, because he can communicate telepathically with Crumbles if they're within a mile of each other, he's basically going to um, say, Crumbles, good boy. Oh, great job in that fight. I want you to take these others and watch over them, but maybe a little farther away from the farm. I'm afraid that more of these might show up, and I don't want them to be tied to a tree sitting ducks. But be careful with Jericho. I don't want to lose him. <laughs> <laughs> Richter, what's your horse's name? <laughs> I have no idea. Bubbles. I thought it was going to be Horsa. <laughs> Horsa. Horsa. Like Shielda. Shielda. Shielda and Horsa. <laughs> oh, that would have been perfect. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, Bubbles. Okay, perfect. Um, Yeah, Crumbles actually kind of nuzzles you, Pine, and you get the impression that Crumbles wants to stay near you, but but Crumbles does uh, does do as you wish and uh, and leads the other horses and um, and feathers uh, a little further away, kind of back up on top of the hill, um, so they can still see the farm, um, but they're but they're not super close. And Crumbles is still is still in the frigid retribution stance for the rest of the hour. So, oh nice, okay, very good. <laughs> Why am I picturing a horse in like a kung fu pose right now? <laughs> because that's exactly what Crumbles is doing. Wait, like the cow from Kung Pao? Remember that? No, not quite. <laughs> oh my goodness, I haven't thought of that movie in ages. Honestly, I'm thinking of I'm thinking more like the the horse in Rapunzel when it's like ready to attack and it like takes different, you know. Yep, that's exactly what I was thinking too. Very expressive in his movements. Nice. Well, very cool. All right. What are you guys going to do? Roos is still having a sit down. Uh, I think Richter, you know, he, he kind of feels bad about what just happened, but he's he's acknowledges there's not much he can do to kind of help heal Roos or anything. So he's going to start kind of walking around and checking out the house a little bit. Nari will actually kind of try to check on the areas where these uh, golems kind of emerged from just to see if she can pick up on the info. Yeah, so the the golems, all the earth elementals all emerged basically from the fields, except for the shorter one emerged from a grassy patch. Um, yeah, you go over and you can go and make a survival or an investigation check. Gosh, okay, I got an eight. Ugh. The ground looks totally normal. In fact, if you didn't know that you had just fought these creatures made out of rocks and stones, you would have I mean even even their their big lumbering looks like dirt to me yeah I mean even like th these huge creatures didn't leave didn't even leave a footprint didn't even leave uh, any, anything the grass is even totally untouched where that smaller one just kind of came up out of the grass 
Pine will be poking through the two up by the, the farmhouse. Not the one, not the one in the pig pen, but he'll be looking for skipping rocks in their corpses. Okay. Make an investigation check. Uh, Richter, you are in this house. And last time I described it, it's, uh, I described some of the things inside about how this is, seems a little bit, uh, of, uh, this seems nicer than, um, other farms in the area, uh, especially nicer than the Blanchard farm. Uh, their utensils and their cutlery, that kind of thing are, are better made. Uh, they have, um, you know, the, the walls are, are put together better. The roof seems in better shape. I mean, obviously because this, this farm does not seem to have been affected by any of the earthquakes that have been going on, uh, in the area. Got it. Pine rolled a three on his investigation. So you got a rock. I got a rock. <laughs> All right. So Richter, as you're kind of moving through the house, you see this door on the on the uh, western wall, um, and uh, yeah, that's about all that you see in the room. And so I go ahead and I'll open that door into the western side of the house. Okay. Um, as you open the door, you see that there is some beds in here. It looks like this is the bedroom where the family would have slept. You see a couple of nightstands. You see a, a dresser. Uh, nothing strikes you as incredibly expensive or worth even looking at. Um, but you also see it looks like there is a hatch on the floor by one of the beds. But it looks like the hatch has fallen in. And as you look inside, you can see instead of descending down into like a basement underneath the house or a root cellar or something like that, you can't, even with your dark vision, you cannot see how far down it goes. It is dark past your vision. It seems like there is some kind of a cavern or some kind of a big expanse underneath this house. Got it. I'm going to yell to the group outside and say, hey, everybody, you might want to have a look at this. Come on, Roos, on your feet. And Roos will, uh, Pine will help Roos up. Uh, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to keep going. It just, that took a bit out of me. Sorry. Let's head in. Okay. Yeah, Nari will also head in. You guys all kind of head in and you can see the same thing. Um, you can see this pit. It looks like it's about five feet wide. It's just a, a like a five foot square. Um, it's a, uh, looks like a, the hatch to some kind of a root cellar or some kind of a, a basement that has kind of fallen in and whatever basement was under there is gone and there is nothing that you nothing down there that you guys can see at least at least as far as the distance that you guys have worth of vision that was a very awkward sentence i hope that everybody understands what i meant <laughs> i think you get the gist yeah. it's deep <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it's deep deep big old hole down there there man big old big old thing old big old hole wow oh, that, that's a big old hole down there there my man Okay, who else wants to do a Boom Hour impression? Boom <laughs> <laughs> Hour? Home is where you make it. All right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> That's what you guys see. Is there a ladder or like we're going to need these ropes? It looks like there probably was a ladder. Uh, like you see like the first couple of rungs of like a, not so much a ladder, but like a, a, a poorly built staircase going down not poorly but just a, just a, a minimal staircase going down. There's a couple of the first steps and then the rest of it is just gone. Can we, can we see the bottom? No, cannot see the bottom. Okay. Um, well, you know, Gerard has been selling a rope of climbing for years now. 
and I still haven't picked one up. <laughs> so Pine will get his rope out of his pack and, uh, well, I got some rope here and we might try tying it together, see if we can, you know, climb down and see what's down there. Yeah, I think, I think that's where we need to go. Do we need to rest first, though? Do we have time even to rest? If we want to take a half, like an hour, I, I'd be okay with that. But uh, I'm afraid that uh, those weren't the only creatures of stone and dirt. I I agree. I feel like the earthquakes have been pretty persistent. I imagine that these golems will return again. I'm feeling okay. I don't mind diving down first. I'll hang back, but I'm ready to go. All right, well, here's some, here's some rope. So does everybody have 50 feet of rope? <laughs> I mean, we probably do. Yeah, yeah, I think I've got some rope. So are you guys going to take a break first? Or are you guys just going to go down? Oh, it's hemp rope, too. Nice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sabrina found out that it was hemp rope, or Nari found Sabrina's out it was hemp been, rope. Nari's been smoking that rope. <laughs> so instead of 50 feet of rope, she's but at this point, she's got like 23 feet left. <laughs> <laughs> Don't hate, bro. <laughs> so we're taking a rest or not? Sabrina, Nari says no. Bruce would, uh, yeah, would like to, I'm sure. Oh, I'd take a rest if everybody else wants to, but I can keep going if we need. I'm fine. If we want to rest, maybe that's the best thing. I don't want us to go into another fight with Heralds not being at our best. Right. Uh, okay, I'll keep a watch at the door for anything coming out. Let's uh, let's take some, let's take some time. There's the beds over there, Roos. If you want to lay down, yeah, I'm gonna close my eyes for a minute. Roos will pull Gigi out and start feeding her and close his eyes. Okay. There's a back door too. If one of us wants to watch at the back door. Yeah, Nari will post up at the back door. Okay, very cool. You guys are gonna take a short rest. You guys can burn whatever hit dice you want. Nari, as you kind of go check out the back door, you open it up. You see that in the back uh, behind the house there is a well. Uh, and a bucket back there, but um, that's about all there is back there behind the house. We can ride the bucket down. Go ahead and burn your hit dice, whatever you guys are going to end up doing. And then I was going to say, um, who is still in the bedroom? Richter and Roos. I want you both to make perception checks with disadvantage. Uh, Roos, you're uh, Richter. You're already doing that anyway because you have one level of exhaustion. I got a six for my perception. Uh, Twenty-two. Actually, that works really well. Richter and Roos, you guys are laying there, uh, kind of taking a break, resting a bit. And um, Roos, as you're laying there, you start to you start to kind of dream. And in your dream, you hear this kind of noise. It's like a a deep. And then you realize, as you open your eyes, you're not dreaming you hear and almost feel vibrating up to the floor some sort of noise and you feel like there's some cadence to it some some rhythm to it well i'm gonna keep my eyes closed for a minute um the hour of rest goes by and nothing has happened within the hour as you realize that you have gotten as much rest as you probably will without taking a full night's sleep. 
Well, I feel better. On a scale of one to three, I'm two, maybe. <laughs> like a high two or a low two? <laughs> and is the lower end better, or...? I don't understand scales. <laughs> uh, what are you guys gonna do? Tie some ropes together and head on down. I mean, I guess I could, um, I know what I could do. I'll pull out my, uh, my red candle. Okay. And I will cast, uh, I will, not daylight, just the normal light spell. Mm-hmm. And then, um, I can make it float. Sorry. Never mind. I don't, I don't get a lot of control over it. It basically just floats five feet off the ground and then it stays within 60 feet of me, so. I'll have this lit as we go down. I mean, that's <laughs> that'll be helpful, right? But uh, who wants to make the climb first? Uh, I don't. I don't mind jumping down. I'd love to clobber some more cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Nari. Nari posts up there, getting ready to go climb down. Is there something sturdy to tie it off to? Yeah, there is. Yeah, you you, okay. you can actually uh, tie it off to the door frame. Nari, why don't you, as you are uh, up there at the top, why don't you make a perception check with disadvantage? With disadvantage, I rolled a 22. Oh, hell yeah. You start to hear a similar like a deep rumble. um, And you too notice like a cadence or a um, like a pattern to the to the inflections of the rumble. Uh, I think Nari will say that before she starts to descend, just just to be like, it sounds like there's something down there, uh, something kind of like rumbling. I guess that's kind of obvious, but I don't know. Yeah, I I, I heard it too when I was trying to sleep. It's kind of soothing, actually. Helped me fall asleep. Do you suppose it could be the the Herald doing their thing with the with a spire? I think that's what we're hearing right now. The spire would have to be pretty deep underground, but yeah. All right. Well, let's hope that let's hope that 200 feet of rope is enough. All right. So Nari's going down. Is anyone going down at the same time as her? Or are you going to wait for her to get to the bottom? After she's gone down a little bit, I'll, I can follow. Okay. And then Pine will Pine will give Richter about the same amount of time before following. Very Rusal, good. Sigh and do the same. Nari, you um, you climb onto this rope. You start to descend. I'm going to have you make an athletics check. Easy difficulty. We'll say a difficulty. You're descending a rope, but you're not having to climb it free. I say difficulty five. 24. So. All right. Okay. 24. You start descending this rope. No problem. You get down. How far were you going to wait again? 25 feet or so? I feel like 50 feet makes more sense. Like, and then I'll be at the bottom by the time Roos starts. Gotcha. Okay. So I can shout to him. At least you hope. Nobody actually tested to see how deep this pit was. Um, Nari, as you descend down, you get about 50 feet down, and then Richter climbs on. Richter, make an athletics check. Difficulty five. Uh, An athletics check? With disadvantage, because you are... uh, Okay, good. 
I got a 21 with disadvantage. Okay, you hop on this rope as well, and descending this is no problem for you. You can use your feet against the sides. It, you, you guys both discover this is a, basically a shaft that goes straight down, um, and uh, it's got um, you know uh, stone walls on either side. And then, uh, Mr. Pine, you climb on and you make your athletics check. Difficulty five. But so with disadvantage, I got a six. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so you make it. Man, the shaft is really easy. <laughs> it's ribbed for your pleasure. <laughs> Pine, as you climb on, you can feel the fatigue in your body um, as you start to descend. You, you keep a good grip on the rope. You don't even go slow, but you can feel like this is pushing you. And the idea of having to climb back up this rope uh, <laughs> seems incredibly daunting. Um, Roos, you are waiting to get onto the rope as Nari, you are climbing down in pitch black, I believe. Well, wait, didn't wasn't there a candle? Where is this red candle? The red candle is with pine. But here's the thing. So the red candle, it says, floats five feet above the ground. So I, I'm assuming that it's kind of probably drifting down past me, down toward the ground, till it can get to be five feet above the ground, right? Okay, yeah. Does that make sense? And if it's not, and if it's not within 60 feet of me, then it would blink out <laughs> at the bottom on the ground. So, yep. So if this shaft is about 120 feet down... Are we going to do the math on how long it takes for it to fall? <laughs> Basically, Nari would be to Nari would be almost to the bottom by the time the candle came down past her. Yeah, that would be that would make sense. So she like, would then see the bottom. We're pretty close to the cat. I'm pretty close to the candle. Like I should be able to at least kind of see if there's a ground or not. Okay, and then will it go out though? It'll go out, but it's not. It's it's not. Uh, um, attuned to me so Nari could just pick it up and activate it as well you get your feet hit the ground um, and there's a sudden flash of light and in the briefest instant you can see a large open chamber and you can see did that work can you see anything yeah I, I can see yeah Oh, Jesus. I don't love this. <laughs> Great. As you get to the ground, you see that you're in this large open chamber and you catch a quick glimpse of this large black spire um, up in the middle of this room as suddenly the light goes out. Poof. And as you touch ground, you can hear very, very close. There's a deep, gravelly, ancient voice repeating the same thing over and over again and i think what we're going to do at this point is we're going to roll initiative oh crap oh man <laughs> wait i haven't even gotten on the rope so here's how here's how it's going to work um at the beginning of each round a new person will appear. And right now, the only person down here is Nari. And Nari rolled a nat one for initiative, as I'm prone to do. So that was a two. 
twinning. I got a nat one oh, as geez. well for six. Oh my goodness. Oh my God, so cute. Oh yeah. Let's get all those nat ones out right now, actually, if we <laughs> yeah. can. Honestly, oh my God, this thing looks terrifying too. Pine rolled a 12. Wait, am I able to see this thing? Uh, can you see right now? The obelisk and then also the uh, monster, but. You can see it? Oh, you can. Yeah. According to me, you've only got five feet of vision now. Is this monster using protection? The last one wasn't. It does not look. Oh, well, now Paul just restricted everything. Okay, Jeez. cool. So never mind. I don't see anything. I've never looked at any kind of rock monster in my life. So here is what you have seen. You have seen some sort of figure standing on the ground around this obelisk. Big, massive uh stony rock uh, but still humanoid um, and then suddenly the light goes out and at your feet is the um, the red candle you know it's there because you saw it hit the ground um, I've only got uh, Roos and Nari's initiative what's Pine and Richter's uh, Richter got a 12 and Pine also got a 12 but I think Pine goes first Oh, and uh, yeah, so, so how the red candle works is you can either speak its, let's see, you can speak its command word. Aardvark. Uh, <laughs> and it'll emanate light, or you can use it to cast the daylight spell. Boobs. Okay. Wasn't that the command, <laughs> the command word? Aardvark. Oh, Pine Jr. No, this is my word. It's trombone. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Dang it. Oh, my gosh. So here's what happens. Nari, you are the first person down. You can hear this voice. And um, your initiative is, is uh, an initiative of one. So as you land down here, before it's your turn... You hear the voice. Ahem, her initiative is two. She rolled a nat one, but she got a two. I wasn't going to fight him on that because I didn't think anybody could roll worse than me, so. Well, <laughs> this creature rolled a two for their initiative, um, but that makes their in their actual initiative uh, two. What's your dex score, Nari? Uh, it's 12. Oh, there you go. So you get to go before this creature. That's good to know. Um, oh, get riggedy riggedy wrecked, bro. <laughs> but as this round starts with this initiative 20, um, at initiative 20, there is suddenly you can you can feel it more than see it. But suddenly there's like this. Uh, the the dirt and sand and small pebbles start pelting you in the face and hitting you all across your body as there is kind of this I don't want to call it a whirlwind um, because it's not actually wind it's literally like the earth has just picked up and is moving to obscure this area and uh, Nari for movement now it is difficult terrain in here okay Nari it is your turn what are you going to do the red candle is down at your feet. Yeah, I think Nari will grab the red candle and will use. Um, well, she'll try a couple different words that she thinks that Pine might say. She'll say, Temur Jr., pedal. 
good vibes. Um, but she will finally figure it out, and she will get that that red candle to light. Are you are you doing the? Is the daylight spell or there's the light spell? Daylight would light everything up down here. Yeah, I yeah I think we'll go with daylight then, just so we can all see. Nari, as you cast daylight, suddenly this whole room comes into view. You see this large spire. It is 35 feet up coming out of the ground. This You, you can look up and see that the top of the chamber is about 40 feet up. So it's like the tip of this obelisk is barely um, just a little bit below the ceiling uh, of this of this cavern. You see this large 15 foot stone creature, kind of a hunched back. You can see it has these stony wings that look um, almost uh, vestigial, I guess you could say, like not usable, but they're still there. As you see Avalan, the herald of the earth, chanting as you see energy coursing through the ground and and coursing up into this obelisk. All of this is slightly obscured because of this dirt that is kicked up and, and roiling around this chamber, causing everything to be difficult terrain. But uh, we'll say that was your bonus action to cast daylight from the, from the uh, red candle. So you've still got movement and action. Oh heck, I... I don't, I don't know what I want. Okay. Um, uh, I'm going to shout. Looks like there's another Herald, and I will do my best to get close to him. Okay. Which I think I can get to, like, here, so I should be able to hit him. And I will... Oh, my God, I'm so scared. Um, uh, Nari's sweating a little bit. She's She's not feeling great hit for 28 that will hit yeah and that did 18 damage and then swinging again for a 22 to hit that will hit yeah which did 14 damage and then coming in again for a 16 to hit the 16 the 16 will not hit oh 16 won't hit okay uh, that's that's what I'm doing at this point. I want to see what this guy does. This creature takes a legendary action against you, and you hear this voice say something, and your ears suddenly pop. You feel a trickle of blood start to fall out of your nose. I need you to make a constitution save difficulty 16. Okay, so that was 14, but I am going to use my Indomitable, and I am going to try to re-roll that. Or, oh, heck. Okay, yep, nope, 16. All right. You are stunned until the end of Avalan's next turn, which is right now. Nari, an attack with advantage is coming your way. Oh, no. Oh my gosh. That's a 12 to hit. No, oh, with advantage. <laughs> That's a 12 to hit. Come on, Heralds. You guys got to do better than this. The first attack misses, and then it. Something about this. 
you've run into heralds before. Um, you've you've fought angels. You've you've seen. Well, I don't know. You didn't really see Iramiel, but you've seen um, a lord. You saw Lord um, Lord Laramie, the Lord of Swords. But there's something just. See, it's it's very. Um, it's humanoid enough that it's it's just not humanoid enough that something about it just makes you it just unner- unnerves you it's uncanny valley territory it, kind of I need you to make a difficulty 16 wisdom save 14 you are frightened <laughs> until the end of Avalan's next turn gee screw this guy seriously and that is Avalan's turn that is going to bring us to the next round and the next round the only one down here currently Nari I need you to make a constitution save difficulty 16 Nari uh, you are frightened, and this dirt that had been whipping around and making it difficult to move, now, instead of making it difficult to move, it rises up higher in the air and starts, uh, like, slashing across your face. And Nari, with a with an eight constitution save, you are now blinded. Oh, my Ooh, goodness. Rude. Until the end of your next turn. So you are frightened and blinded. Hello, oh, jeez. Jeez. Coming down... The rope, Richter, you come down into this chamber and see Nari squaring off against this massive creature. Richter, it is your turn. I need you as well to make... No, actually, I guess it's after it's after initiative 20, so you don't have to make that same save. Okay. Um, is there an area of difficult terrain, just to make sure I know? Nope, not, not currently. Okay. The, le- the layer action changed. Well, I'm going to, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to get into position and uh, this could be really stupid or it could be really cool. Um, Richter is going to move over to the north end of the cave. Okay. And I'm going to hold my, my arms kind of forward and do kind of this Hadoken attack and this searing bolt of lightning is going to shoot out at this guy. Okay. Uh, 26 to hit. That will hit, yes. And what I'm casting is basically it's Witch Bolt. Okay. So it's 22 lightning damage and this is a concentration spell that lasts for a minute and each turn I can... Each on each of my turns, I can just keep doing that damage. That is it for Richter. Um, legendary action. Uh, Nari, a fist comes clobbering down at you. You are blinded, so you can't see this. So it comes clobbering at you with advantage, which is going to be a 27 to hit. That, that will hit. That is going to be 3d6 plus 4. That's going to be 17 damage. Nari, why don't you go ahead and make a constitution saving throw? Difficulty 16. You're probably just going to kill me anyway. That's why. Uh, 16. Nice. Heck. Okay. Awesome. 
So you don't have to worry about that. Um, you don't have to worry about that. Okay, very good. That brings us now to Nari's turn. Roos is now on the rope. Pine, you can hear uh, the sounds of battle. Roos, you can barely hear just on the edge of hearing that something is happening down below. Uh, okay, Nari, what are you going to do? You're, oh, you're frightened and you are blind, which means you have disadvantage to hit this guy and you can't move any closer to him, but you are right next to him anyway. Uh, yeah, Nari's just going to keep on keep on swinging. Uh, she's going to actually pull out her axe of the adjudicator and she is going to go for a with disadvantage. Well, are you Real quick, are you going with the axe of the adjudicator or are you going with uh, the staff of Tiderius? No, I'm going with the axe. Okay. So that was a 20 to hit with that disadvantage. Hit. So, uh, And that does okay. 14 damage. Okay. Again, with, oh, well, with disadvantage, that's like 12, so that's not going to hit. Okay. And your third attack? Uh, third attack is 17 to hit. Barely hits. Nice, okay. And that does 14 damage. Nice. All right, is that your whole turn? I think I'm going to actually pop a potion just because like I am not getting good vibes from this so I'm just gonna take a little potion of greater healing and uh, just kind of hope that it'll it'll help me out so that's 14 health HP very good just in time because now we have got um, another uh, another attack coming at you Nari with advantage because you are still frightened this is legendary action here uh, looks like uh, a 17. Will that hit you? No. Okay. So that attack will miss, and now it is Avalan's turn. Wait, did you say a- Aslan? He's supposed to be a good guy. Avalan, like short for avalanche. Uh... This doesn't look like a lion. <laughs> okay. Um, Nari or Richter, I need you to make... A difficulty 17 constitution save. You are frightened. Does that affect saves? I can't remember. I don't know. It doesn't matter. I got a 10, so. All right, Nari. I pooped my pants. No, this is going to be worse. You take 26 plus 19 plus 17. 36 42. You take 62 damage. What? Cool. As this creature clobbers you. All right, I'm dying. Are you dead? Are you no, down? No, but I'm not feeling good. Well, that's good oh. because uh, 62 damage, your maximum hit points are now reduced by 62. What? Cannot be healed past that. Are you kidding me? Whoa. That, um, yeah. You guys are fighting an angel. Come on, guys. All right, that brings us now to initiative 20 at the top of the next round. And we have got uh, a new layer action, Richter and Nari. Oh, Nari, you're no longer blinded um, and you are no longer frightened. Really? Really the 62 damage made me no longer frightened? <laughs> 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 now I'm just feeling... 
hella good vibes from this dude. Maybe it just steeled your resolve, but you can feel the ground start to like the, all the dirt that was in the air and that was trying to blind you has now settled down again, but it's still roiling and it makes it hard for you to move again. That is initiative 20. Pine, you at initiative 12 drop down into this chamber and this is what you see. You see Richter standing a little bit to the north. You see Nari standing by this obelisk down further south and you see this massive angel made of stone. And Nari looks to be in rough shape. Okay. Oh, jeez. Okay, so Pine is going to, as soon as he gets down there and sees this, he's going to rush as far as as he can. And uh, with 35 feet of movement, I'm actually able to get up right next to the angel. Uh, It is difficult terrain. Difficult terrain. So... I will. Oh, I don't have anything that I can do. Then uh, I will. I will double dash, and I will get up to the. I'll get up to the uh, angel, and that will be my turn. But at least I'm trying to take some pressure off of Nari. Give him another target. Legendary action. Uh, we have an attack coming at Nari. Ooh. A 22 to hit. Yikes. Okay, that is going to be... Oh, sorry, that's that's wrong. That's wrong. That's going to be 14 bludgeoning damage. Okay, I am going to use my um, Stone's Endurance again to try to... All right, so five. So you said it was 16, so 11 damage? It was, uh, it was, it was 14 damage, so, oh, okay. um, so, so nine. nine damage. Cool. Are you, are you still up? Not... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never been better. Oh, shoot. I could have given you a potion for a bonus action, couldn't I have? I don't know. I'm doing fine. I am. I If I had 114 hit points, I would say I'm at seven. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so is it, is, it, is it too late to give her a... Can I quickly just use my bonus action? You, you can. You can You can do a bonus action potion. I'll, I will allow that. And then, Richter, it's your turn. Yeah, I'm going to give you a, a potion of greater healing. So go ahead and roll uh, 44 plus 4 for, your, for healing. And, Richter, it's your turn. Hello, appreciate that. That's 16. I am feeling slightly better. That's my last uh, That's my last normal. I have a bunch of normal healing potions, but I don't have any more greater. I have my, uh, my witch bolt is still going since I connected with the first attack of it. So I'm going to roll the damage again on that. Okay. Did they get another save or not? Nope. Uh, It's the... So a beam of crackling blue energy lances out towards the creature in uh, forming a sustained arc of lightning between you and the target. You make a ranged spell attack on a hit. The target takes the lightning damage. And on each of your turns for the duration, you can use your action to keep dealing lightning damage. Jeez. Okay, well, there's your action. Um, How much damage did you do this time? So 40 damage this round. How effective is that damage? I'm hoping that similar to the rock creatures above, he was a little bit susceptible to this. He seems to be fine with this. This, And this is lightning, not thunder. So they are two different types of damage. Mm, Fair point. Okay. But 40 damage is nothing to scoff at. Okay, uh, that was your action. Thunder, lightning, here comes the blossoming storm! <laughs> and uh, for my bonus action, 
I'm going to turn to Nari and say, stand fast, the light preserve us, and give her five plus four, nine temp HP. Uh, thank you. And that's it. Okay, uh, legendary action. Uh, another clobbering fist comes striking out at Nari for 19 to hit. Does that hit you? Yeah, yeah, that hits. And that is going to be 12 damage. Okay. All right, Nari, it's your turn. All right, well, I'm going to get this son of a bitch because honestly, he sucks, dude. So that is going to be a 24 to hit. That'll hit. For nine damage, and he, I'm going to use my grovel, so he's going to make a wisdom save. Okay, difficulty 13. He rolled a natural 14. He saves. All right, we'll get out of here, dude. All right, 13 to hit. That will miss. Okay, I'm going to use my superiority die, and I am going to add uh, four, so 17. Barely hits. Nice, cool. Okay, and that does... 13 damage, but again, I'm going to use my axe. Like, I am just going after this dude. Okay. Another wisdom save. That is an 8 plus 9 for the wisdom save. That is 17. Heck. Okay. Whatever. 12 to hit. That will miss. And then I am going to use... uh, my action surge and I am just gonna go for it again because I am not feeling great oh my god so that's another 12 to hit which won't that's a miss yeah and then that is 23 to hit that will hit sick for 12 damage and again he's gonna make it a save one last time I'm hoping best one out of three that is an 11. Hell yeah! So Grovel! Fails and then uses legendary resistance to pass anyway. Oh, boo! Boo! <laughs> Why do you hate your players, Paul? I still have one more hit to go, and that is a 28 to hit, and I am going to do 16 damage. So, Nari... What does this look like <laughs> as you strike this 15 or 16 foot tall stone oh. angel? Man, I did not expect that. Okay. Well, Dari is not feeling great. So she is fully like living on rage and she kind of keeps slashing as he kind of turns to dust, like back to the earth. And she's like, kind of just still slashing at this pile of like compost. And then I'm assuming uh, Pine comes over and says, Nari, chill the f- out. It's okay. <laughs> I would never <laughs> curse. <laughs> and we are going to cue victory music as Roos's feet finally touch down in the cavern. Hey, guys. Hey. Where's this angel? I'm ready to fight. <laughs> <laughs> He's over here in this pile of skipping rocks. Root Ru- are Pine and Nari make perception checks. Richter and Roos, you can make that with disadvantage. Uh, oh, with disadvantage, because I am exhausted level one, I still got an 18 on my perception. Nari got a 22. Roos got a 15. <laughs> I got a natural one for a five. Actually, 
Pine and Nari, as you are standing there, makes sense that you guys would see this when nobody else does. You see this body collapse and turn to stone and the stones scatter and kind of, they kind of disappear amongst the dirt and rubble that's already down here. But Nari and Pine, you both see one stone kind of come out of where the heart of this being would have been. You see as it hits the ground, it instantly burrows down beneath the surface of the dirt. And lying atop this pile of rubble, you see this kind of, it's it's kind of like a coppery, brown, dusty colored key. Do you suppose that this was really the whole time it was just a mole wearing like a power suit made out of rocks? I don't think so, but I do think that if we don't finish this, they will come back. So there is that. And then Nari will pick up the key and uh, inspect it just so, I don't know, just see if she can get any like uh, thoughts on it. Um, yeah, as you, you don't even need to make an investigation or perception check. You you can already feel the power in this key. This is like the, what, the third one that you've held. It looks to be pretty much the same size and style of the other keys. You see that the, the, the teeth on the key are a little bit different than the other keys, but it looks like this key very well may fit in that, um, that wall deep underneath the city of Almar. And as Roos and Richter and Pine convene here by this obelisk that sticks up into the air. Oh, Roos, nice to see you. <laughs> How are you doing? Good. I, I've been climbing a rope. <laughs> <laughs> you see that the power that has been coursing into the obelisk has stopped. Um, and that is also what we are going to do at this moment as we are going to stop for tonight and pick it up next time. Don't worry, Roos. You didn't miss much. All I did was provide some refreshment. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you for playing. That was um, that was a fun one. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure Sabrina would agree with that. <laughs> but I did so good. You did. You did great. You did awesome. You did amazing. <laughs> and Richter did some massive damage. Did some massive damage. Yes. Well, don't forget we have a Discord. You can come chat with us on Discord. You can check us out our, on Patreon. You can see uh, pictures of the farms. You can see pictures uh, or maps of this room where Avalan is, uh, and uh, lots of other stuff there on the Patreon. And don't forget to give us a five star rating and a review. And until we get together next time, we hope you have a rocking time. <laughs> what?